Today is Monday, August 1st. The title for our devotional is A Gift Versus a Wage. This week we're beginning the second half of our Spirit-Filled Life campaign. In this half of the campaign we'll be talking about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. I want to begin this exploration with a simple question. What is the difference between a gift and a wage? This is a question that I regularly ask my children. They usually respond to this question with a roll of the eyes and the appropriate answer, because I ask it all the time. Knowing the answer to this question is of the utmost importance for our faith. In fact, I believe it is at the heart of the gospel, and to miss this is to miss the gospel entirely. In this passage here, Paul directly juxtaposes the two, Romans 6.23, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. A wage is something that you have earned. A gift is something freely given without reference to earning. So this verse, said with these definitions, means that you have earned death because of your sin. But God freely chose to give you eternal life in Christ Jesus just because he wanted to. You did not earn your eternal life in Christ. Jesus tells a parable that effectively communicates this point to his disciples as well. It's a bit lengthy, but we're going to read it together. In Matthew 20, verses 1 through 16, Jesus says, For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire workers for his vineyard. He agreed to pay them a denarius for the day and sent them into his vineyard. About nine in the morning, he went out and saw others standing in the marketplace doing nothing. He told them, You also go and work in my vineyard, and I will pay you whatever is right, which would be a denarius. So they went. He went out again about noon and about three in the afternoon and did the same thing. About five in the afternoon, he went out and found still others standing around. He asked them, why have you been standing here all day doing nothing? Because no one has hired us, they answered. He said to them, you also go and work in my vineyard. When evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his foreman, call the workers and pay them their wages, beginning with the last ones hired and going on to the first. The workers who were hired about five in the afternoon came and each received a denarius. They worked for about one hour. So, when those came who were hired first, they expected to receive more. But each one of them also received a denarius. When they received it, they began to grumble against the landowner. These who were hired last worked only one hour, they said, and you have made them equal to us, who have borne the burden of the work in the heat of the day. But he answered one of them, I am not being unfair to you, friend. Didn't you agree to work for a denarius? Take your pay and go. I want to give the one who was hired last the same as I gave you. Don't I have the right to do what I want with my own money? Or are you envious because I am generous? So the last will be first and the first will be last. The simple point of this parable is to emphasize that God's election into his kingdom is a matter of his grace. This is a different category than what is fair. We do not earn our place in the family of God, so we cannot be envious of God's grace when he brings others into his kingdom and chooses to bless them the same way he has blessed us. For this reason, I have a big beef with the the, uh, elf on the shelf and the way Christmas is often celebrated. Uh, Rant forthcoming here. That little elf is far more destructive to the faith of our children and our culture than a Starbucks cup that says Happy Holidays instead of Merry Christmas. If you're not familiar with the idea behind the elf on the shelf, the elf is Santa's mole of sorts planted in your home. 
He reports back to Santa on your behalf, whether you've been naughty or nice that day. This then determines how good of a Christmas gift you get. You see how this conflates the categories of wages, what you've earned, and a gift, what is freely given by grace alone. This we've taken not only in the Elf on the Shelf, but in how we celebrate Christmas at all. If kids are good, they receive a better gift. If they're bad, they receive a worse gift. And so conflates the two ideas of a gift and what you have earned. This has far-reaching implications, I think, for our understanding of the gospel. And we never think that we could earn a better or more complete salvation with good behavior. So, if I can encourage you in this, please do not bring that little weasel into your home. (laughs) If you have done the Elf on the Shelf thing in the past, uh, I would encourage you to have a conversation with your kids to be sure that they understand and know the difference between a wage and a gift and that those two categories are not conflated in their minds because it has implications for their understanding of the gospel, the heart of the gospel. For reflection time today, I invite you to just reflect on the differences between a wage and a gift. Be sure that these two categories are clear and distinct in your mind. Think about some examples from your life of a wage and some examples of a gift. Think of what the differences are between the two. Think of your response to each of them and how each of your your response should be different in each case. Think of how we celebrate holidays. Think of Christmas or birthdays, etc. Have gifts become more of a expectation or a uh, earned thing that we miss the concept of a gift be sure that again these categories are clear and the way that we think about them are clear